Good Lord. Let's make an impact today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the We Are Leaders podcast. Such a pleasure to have you broadcasting live all the way from New York City. My leaders, today we got a special message dedicated on today's revelation, personal testimonies. I wish I could make these up. (laughs) My leaders, I'm going to allow you to gain the ability put your duties aside like you're in a season where you're very busy and you feel like there's no way that you can take a day off it's not in your schedule it's not in your time so you don't you don't take that day off it's hard it's difficult the pull and the tug to work the way you've been working at the rate you've been working it's all you know it's what you trust it's your habit and my leader today I'm going to help you disconnect and not only am I going to help you disconnect I'm going to tell you why it's important because I believe that that is the only reason that you'll even consider this message today So before we begin, I want to thank everybody who's been supporting. I want to thank every single spirit that has been sharing. I love you all. You all are really helping this platform grow at the rate that it's growing with the listeners that have been tuning in, bringing about awareness to the We Are Leaders podcast community. You all are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I love you all. I love you all. Make sure... You head over to MikeJaja.com. Send me an email, JajaGlobal at Gmail. Show me some love. I would like to connect, get to know what you are up to. My leaders, flow. What is flow? Today, Getting to into the studio, it was 21 degrees in New York. You all, 21 degrees. And as I'm running to get here to give you all this podcast, I never experienced a cold that made me want to do a 10-mile run in church clothes. <laughs> My leaders, I was doing a 10-mile run, basically, in church clothes because the wind and the cold breeze was literally piercing my skin. I've never been pierced. And at the moment, my little pinky toe on my left foot is defrosting. I cannot feel anything in my left pinky toe, my leaders. 
This is a dilemma. And my ladies, I want to talk to you about the importance of going into the flow. This morning, my spirit led me to just get up, fresh cut, you know, and go to church. So I went to church out here in Harlem, Covenant Church. It's the first time I sat down in their service. And as I sat down at Covenant Church over on literally 145th Street in Covenant, I get inside and it's warm away from the 21 degree weather and I'm inside. I sit down, I just take in the vibes, I take in the music, I take in the experience. Beautiful choir, lovely message today by the pastor. And the message today get my notes specifically was on wisdom was on wisdom first uh, Corinthians 18 through 31 and the sermon was titled the wisdom of God and what was so beautiful about this section is that it gives a potent perspective on our understanding Versus God's understanding. And this is going to help us really connect with flow. Because this is what would direct my day. You know, the pastor spoke on how wisdom is different than knowledge. Just like how God had to break Paul down because of his smarts. A lot of times we get in our own way because we just think we know it all. We're too smart to receive the word of God. We're too smart to talk about spiritual faith concepts so we get in our way god literally has to break us down and prove to us that you know absolutely nothing about this world and so god chooses people you and i wouldn't choose and uses them to flip the script Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus is the cause of everything in your life. My leader, then on the concept of God choosing a people that we would not choose, it's a concept of us feeling weak, not worthy of some of the things in our life that we're called to do. And God literally chooses you to do it. Not even in your high state, but in a weak, 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 weak state. And if we go into Corinthians, but I'm going to go into this like today and tomorrow. It's so powerful. But it got me thinking because I was led to the, the church, uh, all man's group Bible study. And it was just powerful, impactful conversation amongst men different perspectives and opinions. And I just, I was in there just thinking, how did I, how did I end up there? 
And once again, it was about me going with the flow. And here's what I really want to talk about, the flow of things. My leaders, I was tempted to take my MacBook today and head over to the forum, the building owned by Columbia University, and just do work, take my MacBook, finish Monday's Jaja's mic vlog. It's going to be amazing. But I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. But the spirit just said, no, Mike, put your MacBook away. Just take your Bible and go. And that's what I did. And there's a reason why. Because after I got out of fellowship, that's where the day started, where God had me on a journey, just really speaking to people's spirits. And it reminds me of Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, where God says, I do not want you to be afraid. All right, and if we go to, let's go to Jeremiah right now. This is potent. This connects. Stay with me, my leader. Stay with me. This connects. We're just going to connect it to Corinthians because God chooses people to do specific things, like how he's called you to be a specific leader. Let's go to Jeremiah. And like, seriously, you listening to this right now, I want to really thank you for tuning in and getting this, this meal, okay? This meal that we're about to get today. Jeremiah, here it is. You would just simply have to open up to Jeremiah and just chapter one. And we talked about this before, but to connect this with Corinthians, you know, Jeremiah didn't believe that he was ready to do what God called him to do. And when you check Jeremiah 1, verse 4, then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Hear that again. He ordained Jeremiah as being a prophet before Jeremiah was even born. And my leaders, how beautiful is that picture? Because that's raw material. It's once again thinking about the chair that the piece of wood on the tree created. God had already been, that tree had already been equipped to make that chair, even though the piece of wood would have seen the chair and said, I am not equipped to be that. I'm not equipped to turn into that chair. And we look at scenarios in the simplest forms of, ain't no way I can do that. There may be a poet on stage. Some of y'all may be in a poetry. You may see somebody who looks like the finished product. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're not. Somebody's looking at you like you're the finished product. They can never be like you. And you're like, what are you talking about? It's easy to get to where I'm at. And God had already ordained Jeremiah to be that prophet. And he said, Jeremiah, just to give him more clarity, say, I am not a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. 
And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. It says, look, chapter, verse 8, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Don't be afraid. And he's saying that because there's certain circumstances that we just don't want to stand up to. We don't think we're capable. We don't believe we're ready. And then we go to Corinthians, my leaders. And we open up. And we read. Check this out. Corinthians. Follow me. Chapter 1, verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. And I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Had not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by the wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews, a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness but unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men wow think about that the foolishness of God is wiser than man. Even at our smartest points in our life where we just think we have it all together, this is the way I want to do things. You know, we got it all planned out. We feel competent. We didn't really involve God. We think we did. And at that strong point where you think you have it all together, it's still not as strong as in your weakest moments where you call on to God for strength. Where it's like, God, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to operate, you know, I'm going to operate in your will. That type of faith is even, come on, hallelujah. That type of strength, my leaders, is more victorious and more powerful than your own understanding. You and I need to get that concept like, God, man, I got this planned out. I want my month to look like this, my week to look like this, my relationship needs to look like this. But we still put things into our own hands. And that's what God is looking to eradicate. When we talk about going with the flow, I mean, 
going in the flow of God. What does God have for your life? And you find out by submitting to his way. And today I just took a time to do that. The moment I got out of Covenant Church, I'm walking up back towards 145th Street and Broadway. And I get to about a block away from where I'm about to turn my own way. Legitimately, for whatever reason, I'm in the rain and I'm about to cross this intersection. And before I can cross this intersection, there's a gentleman to my left, African-American gentleman with a big jacket on, blue jeans and Tim's. And for whatever reason, he just looks at me and I look at him back and he says, man, dude, how you doing? I said, man, I'm blessed. I said, how about you? He said, man, I'm good. He said, God is good. Let me tell you, God is good, man. Yeah, man, baby, baby mama put me out, man. Baby mama put me out. It's been seven years, you know what I mean? I bought a rent. I bought a, you know, I bought a clothes, man. I've been putting food on the table, but, you know, she don't trust me, man. She don't trust me. She don't trust me, dog. I'm a loyal man. I can't believe she don't trust me seven years. I said, man, that's tough. That's tough, man. I said, man, what did you do? Man, you know, I ain't do much. I make good money, but, you know, she just thinks I've been cheating on her, man. I ain't been cheating on her, man. Yeah, I just bought a new car, too, man. I don't know what to do, man, but I'm going to be good, you know. You know. So I could see his spirit was very low. But we were walking across the street. Instead of making that right, I wanted to make. I just, I let the, I, I went with the flow. I said, oh, God. I, I clearly knew it was God working. Right after church, I didn't bring my MacBook. If I brought my MacBook, it would have been all about me. I just followed the guy to the destination. I let him talk. And as I let him talk, he was just releasing. I could feel he was releasing. And we went to a gas station. I waited for him to come out. And I said, dude, can I pray for you? And literally, we prayed. We prayed. And in that prayer, I just asked God to release a lot of the the demons that he was suffering with. I could tell it was lack of focus and, you know, giving his all to this woman he's not married to. And it's just the level of distraction for seven years doing that with no respect and no appreciation. It's that's not that wasn't his situation to be in. And I can tell there was more things involved, most likely substance use and things of that nature that was just keeping him distracted. But today, as we started talking about God and, you know, he really was able to understand that. Wow. I think, you know, wow. How I felt is right. I do want to leave. I have been holding off on the things that I want to do for the last 10 years because of this this relationship and other distractions. And I just released that in that prayer. And I could tell he felt free. And we prayed. I said, man, God, you got me praying for somebody right after church in public. You know, and right behind us were like a, a couple, four, five hoodlums, you know, just watching and listening to the whole thing. And who knows what that did for them as well, too. 
left that scenario once again going with the flow i said man god okay guide me i needed to i was on a journey to get my phone fixed i didn't know if the spirit was if the spirit was going to lead me to do it today i knew i was going to get it done so i just kept walking around and another gentleman who you can smell the alcohol on his breath you can smell it you can just smell it it was but he came up to me and he was just energetic drunk but energetic so i matched his energy you're not gonna out energize me drunk or not so i matched his energy and he's just you know you see i look like the the guy on the movie blade so we just started laughing we started laughing and it was it was apparent that his cognitive um awareness was definitely distraught but he just kept saying the word dead like you know i'm a dead man i'm a dead man i said nah man you look alive to me you look alive to me and every time i kept saying the word alive and don't say death like say life there's life in you there's life in you he just kept he lit up he lit up asked for money i said i don't have the money for you but you know what do you want he wanted some food so we went inside the bodega he got this bacon egg and cheese on a bun it was oh i was just so happy to see him eating that food and we connected inside the bodega, left the bodega, and I just told him to proclaim that he's alive. He said, you believe in Jesus? He said, you believe in God? And I told him, absolutely, man. I told him when I was going through my dark moments, that's the only person that got me through, faith, God. And I asked him what he was going through. He was still battling with a past relationship, his ex, and hard for him to move forward, but I just know that that love that God allowed me to show to this drunk, everybody was looking at this drunk because he was so loud. I mean, you know, you've been in a quiet room and the music just turned way too loud. That's how this guy was. And in his speech, in his talk. But after that conversation, you know, I made him turn around before I really left his, his view. And I said, man, say one thing for me. I need you to say, I am alive. And he said that I am alive. If he took that that bite, and what I understand is that was the presence of God. That was showing the love of God. Whereas everybody's probably ignoring you and trying to drink and numb the pain away. You most likely need love that nobody's showing you. And my leaders, we need to take the time as leaders to give time to take that time to give love to people who are looking for it, who need it. And really, because it's going to give you love back. Love is never given and not given back in some form or fashion. And that was just my second encounter right after being in, well, really, the whole day was just, I can't even really name them. But I say that to say this, you know, even upon doing that, going to a, a Starbucks, being led to a Starbucks, and somebody just sitting down in front of me because they needed to hear something from me. And then going to the forum, just about four or five different people, plus the surrounding group of men and women today, it made me recognize that, man, my leaders, when God wants to work in your life and you're going with the flow, the foolishness of going with the flow is that it seems like since my day was not structured, it had to have been a waste. Since my day was not structured, it couldn't have been productive. But it's not, not necessarily. When you're walking with the flow of God and you designate a day, 
Because I understand there's reality, there's bills and things you got to pay. But even then, but when you set aside a day to say, I'm God, I'm about to go to flow today. I'm putting aside my work that I want to do. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do today, God? And go with that flow. Trust the feeling. Trust the feeling, my leaders. Trust the feeling. And just go. Don't doubt it. God is directing you, teaching you obedience, teaching you how to hear his voice. And when you obey it, you enter a day that is incredibly fulfilling for many reasons. But it's because you're doing the work of God. You're doing the work of God. As a leader, we're all called to lead, and God has a certain leadership that's in you. And this is what you want to bring out this season. You want to bring out that leader in you. But if you don't ever take a chance to just go with the flow of God, the less likely are that you're going to be able to yield to what your spirit is telling you, what he's, what he's, how he's directing you, my leader. So today, I want you to challenge yourself this month. Pick a day. Try to commit to going with the flow. And I'm a firm believer that your life will be changed, my leaders. Let's go into prayer. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for your ability to guide us and protect us in times where we feel confused, in times where we don't know what to do, in times where literally when we think like giving up, you show up anyway, last minute and on time. You're ready to prove and show to us that you are creator God, omnipotent. You control our lives. Even when we think we have it all together, we're still in our strongest moments, not as powerful as your weakest moment. Dear Lord, we ask for the opportunity to have a perspective of the insight needed to yield to you. God, there's somebody in this audio right now that needs your guidance. They've been working immensely hard and they just want a break. Father, allow them to find a way to take that break by giving them a perspective of how to remain peaceful during her trials, during his tribulations father these leaders yearn for your protection you offer so much love you offer so much encouragement you offer so much peace you are the prince of peace and dear lord as we move forward allow every maneuver and every action to be intentionally for the sake of living with purpose. Father, show us as we go to flow, people were called to pray for. People were called to encourage. People were called to give direction to. Father, guide us. Give us the strength to commit to the things that you deem pleasurable. Transform our lives and not allow us to just fall into the busy work of life. But even in our workplace, allow us to 
pray and connect with you all throughout the day so that we can understand what the flow is like, the separation. Father, we look to get into the flow today. Today. Guide us, protect us. In Jesus' name, my leaders, we pray. Amen. My leaders, I'm going to see y'all in tomorrow's podcast. We out. Mwah.